You're listening to Work It Lady, where the goal is for all ladies to be the best versions of ourselves. And if we happen to be moms, be the best moms ever and maintain our sanity while we do it. Okay, ladies. So a lot of us here on the podcast are mompreneurs. We are entrepreneurs. Um, we also have our families and everything. And there's a couple of questions that I feel like all of us have probably had when we're starting up our businesses. Okay. And so today we actually have an expert in her name is Laura Cowan. Hi, Laura. Thanks so much for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you. No, this is great. Um, I'm so excited to chat with you today because you are an attorney and you're an attorney uh, in New York. And I feel like, you know, when I when I found your business, you do a really good job of small business um, lawyer help, but also for the family because you do some estate planning and things like that as well. And so I really feel like the ladies listening today are really going to benefit from from getting to know you a little bit. Super. Yeah. Hopefully I've got some information that they'll find helpful and some, some, some nuggets of information that are easily digestible that we can, you know, just, you know, take home and, and implement right away. Definitely, definitely. So um, I know some of us here on the podcast, we've kind of been transitioning from like, you know, um, uh, soul entrepreneurship into more of like an LLC. Some of us are growing even in getting into C-Corps and stuff like that. But to start, what is an LLC? So an LLC stands for limited liability company, and it's one of the options that you have when you're starting a business, you have different legal entities that you can, you can choose from, or you can choose to not form any entity, which is just being a basic sole proprietor. Mm-hmm. Um, the LLC is a really common choice because it's re- pretty easy to set up. It doesn't have complicated taxes, and it has the added bonus of protecting your personal assets from the actions and the debt from the liabilities of your business. So what you don't want is to be running a business, uh, to have something go wrong, get sued. Um, for some reason, even if you didn't do anything wrong, you could still potentially get sued. And you don't want things like your home and your savings and your car to be at risk for the actions of your business. So you want to put up like a wall in between your personal and your business and the LLC, it it does that. It separates your personal assets from your business assets and it offers that like that limited liability. Um, It limits your liability to only what's going on in your business. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, one thing I wish, and I mean, this is, you know, we just have to abide by the law here, but I always felt like the LLC thing should be like regulated by the federal government. It's like regulated by the state, but it's like when you move, you kind of got to like start all over again almost because you it, it, it's only by the state, right? That's correct. Yeah. So every state has got their own LLC laws. Mm-hmm. And uh, so depending on what state you live in, it usually makes sense to form an LLC in the state that you're living in. So if you live in California, it usually makes sense to form a California LLC, which unfortunately is much more expensive than forming an LLC in, say, like North Carolina, because every state's got their own rules and some states are more expensive than others. Um, And you just kind of have to go along with, with whatever state you're in. Um, But speak to an attorney about it, because depending on 
where you're going to be doing business and, and some other factors, it might make sense to open an LLC in a different state. So um, it's not always your home state. Okay, that's good to know. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Um, okay, so now as a business lawyer, what should small business owners understand about LLCs? You touched a little bit on some of that, but can you expand a little bit more for us? Yeah, so um, the main thing you want to know about your LLC is that there's more to getting that limited liability protection than just filing the paperwork with the state, right? So the first step in forming your LLC is to fill out whatever paperwork your state requires. And, uh, you know, there's usually a fee, a few hundred dollars maybe, and then you get your LLC and you get your official paperwork. And that's where a lot of business owners stop. And they don't realize that there are additional steps that you have to take after filing that paperwork to actually get that limited liability to protection to actually, you know, establish that wall between your personal and your business. And those additional steps are things like you want to make sure you get an EIN, an employer identification number. And this is a tax number that the IRS will issue you for free. It doesn't cost anything. You can just go to their website. And then once you get that EIN, it's like a social security number for your business. And the reason you want it is because you want to then take that number to the bank and open up a business banking account, linking it to that EIN. Because what I see a lot of business owners do is they'll open a business bank account and they'll keep everything separate from their personal. And that's, that's helpful and that's good for bookkeeping, but they'll link that business bank account to their social security number not realizing you're supposed to link it to your EIN with your LLC. And the reason that matters is because the whole point of setting up the LLC is to keep things separate enough so you get that limited liability protection. But if you link your business bank account to your social, you're not going to get that protection. So, so that's one thing that you want to do in addition to just setting up the, the paperwork. You want to make sure your LLC has an operating agreement this is just a legal document that kind of spells out the rules for your LLC. And, uh, I, and here's, a, here's a real tip that, that I find a lot of business owners are not aware of. As soon as you set up your LLC, you want to make sure that you start signing your business contracts, not as yourself personally, but rather mm. as a member of your LLC, right? Because you want to bind the business in that contract not, not yourself personally, because then if something goes wrong, you want the LLC to be on the hook so that only mm -hmm. your business assets are at risk. And that's a mistake that I see a lot of business owners make. So the whole point here is that there's more to getting that limited liability protection than just filling out the paperwork with the state. And a lot of business owners don't realize that. That is so important to know. And um, yeah, because you you kind of can just think that, oh, I filed the paperwork with the state. Hey, I'm good. Um, but yeah, you really, you know, have to kind of set yourself up as a completely separate entity from your business. Um, wow, very interesting. Thank you so much for that. Um, okay, so let's move on here. Are we truly not liable by law for anything as business owners. Now, I asked this question because I can't remember who I was talking to years ago. It was some sort of business consultant 
And they were basically saying that it was almost pointless to do an LLC because, you know, it doesn't matter if you have an LLC that at the end of the day, that person is responsible for the goings on of their business. You know, if they were to be sued or something like that, I could not really get what they were saying and it didn't make sense to me. I'd love to hear what you got to say. (laughs) Yeah, that's well, I'll give the the answer that lawyers often give um, that people hate to hear, which is that it depends Mm. Um, and that it's much more complicated. It depends on the kind of business you're in. You know, for example, attorneys have a different set of rules. You know, attorneys and, and doctors and certain kinds of profession have a higher standard than other professions. Um, and it depends on kind of what kind of insurance you have. Um, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but but that's that's absolutely not true. I'm not sure what, what, he, what he was getting at. Yeah. Um, it, but, you know, there's there's different layers, there's different ways to protect yourself. You know, the LLC is just one layer. Mm-hmm. Um, another layer is to have business insurance. I'm a big fan of business insurance. For example, you know, if you get sued, um, even if you end up being shown that you didn't do anything wrong, you're going to have to hire an attorney to help you sort through things. And if you have the right business insurance, they'll pay for the legal fees. Right. So... Um, and that can be, you know, five, $10,000 just to hire an attorney to kind of sort through everything. So business insurance is another really great way to protect yourself and your personal assets. Um, but you can absolutely be, be found liable for wrongdoing as a business owner. I, I, I'm not sure what, what that, I don't know enough about that question to really answer it very well. <laughs> I think you did a great job because it didn't make sense to me either, just from the, the preliminary research I did and reading all my little books and things. So thank you for clearing that up because it sounded like wrong information to me. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, now, let's talk uh, uh, something about this one right here. And I know, especially business owners in the service industry, this one is tricky for us. And I'm speaking as someone who was formerly in that industry um, and I did use these sites. Let's talk about Yelp and these review sites. <laughs> Small business owners like hate them. I feel like people hate them more than love them because it just creates this very hostile environment between the service provider, the business and the customer, because you're on this, you know, it's good because we need that accountability, but there's also a lot of misuse that goes on with the review sites. So um, can you tell me, okay, you open these other review sites, they seem to operate in this gray area of law. Um, are there any recent developments uh, to make the playing field a little bit more fair for the business owner regarding these consumer sites? Yeah, you know, Yelp is, is a tricky one because, you know, just, just to start off, I'm not overly familiar with this area of law. I did a little bit of research on this and it is, um, it's very state specific. Mm-hmm. So every state has got their own laws about, um, you know, online reputation management and what you're allowed to say about people online and, and um, how you can get in trouble. You know, my understanding with Yelp is that um, they're kind of in control that, you know, they, they, first of all, don't they filter out a lot of reviews? Isn't there some algorithm that doesn't even post all of the reviews? 
That might be a new thing. That might be new, but they they've been tearing up business owners for years with it. I mean, just the the malicious attacks from customers, you know, naming people by name, threats on Yelp reviews. I mean, it's just a mess. It, it, it is a mess. One of the frustrations I have with Yelp is that they, they sort their reviews into recommended versus not recommended. And so you might have a perfectly valid review, but it's sitting down there and they're not recommended. And you're like, well, who, <laughs> who said it's not? It's not anyway. Um, yeah, it's, it's not an area that I'm overly familiar with, but I do know that, that it's, um, it's state specific. And if you do, if there is a review on your page that you really feel like is not fair, um, that there are online reputation, you know, management attorneys who can help with that De- defamation attorneys is what you would want to, to look into. Yeah, that was what I was thinking, because, you know, they they it's like the thing about it is, is they, they're able to kind of say, you know, oh, we, we kind of operate on the whole free speech thing. And we're just a forum for this free speech. We're not promoting anything. And therefore, this is all good. But I'm telling you, I mean, from the bogus reviews people leave to the malicious attacks. Um, now, I, I will say um, back when I was using um, Yelp and Wedding Wire heavily, um, one thing that I did see the law change in favor of was um, when I was first using it, you could actually name people by name and say, this person did this, you know, I hate what they did and blah, da, 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 da. But now, um, if I'm understanding it correctly, in some states, I'm not sure if it's all, you can't actually use a person's um, actual name in a review, that is is what they would actually have to remove. So if the review has someone's name or anything about where they live or anything like that in it, then they have to, by law, remove that. So I hope we see more of that because it's a shame that, you know, the good, there are some good parts to it, but it's, it's just a little bit tricky. Maybe just a star rating and like not that many characters allowed would be nice. Like, you know, just pick pick what you feel, you know, not like type it all. And you're right. It is a gray area of law and it's, it takes the law a while to catch up. You know, Mm -hmm. we're we're out there doing things that haven't necessarily been decided in a court case, right? Mm -hmm. Because they just haven't been brought to trial yet or something. So there's a lot of areas of law that just like you said, that are gray. And I think this is one that the internet changes so quickly that it's just very hard for the laws to keep up with, with technology basically, which is changing on a daily basis. Yes, you make a very good point. Well, thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. I will uh, go on to the next item on the list because with Yelp, I don't know what I can say and what I can't. And I have no money if they come to sue me. So, (laughs) And they have a lot of money. Yeah, (laughs) they've got tons. Okay, let's talk about this one. Uh, Legal Zoom. Is this a nightmare for you? Or you do you you hate them, don't you? I don't hate LegalZoom. LegalZoom definitely has a, a place. I think one of the things I think is so great about LegalZoom is that it, 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 it's just a great starting point. You know, like if you just you hear this word, you know, floating around and, you know, you Google it and it pops up on LegalZoom and they've got a very plain English explanation of a lot of um, the topics that are relevant to to business owners. I think uh, on LegalZoom, you know, there's someone had asked a question, do I need to work with a lawyer to, to set up my LLC or can I just do it on LegalZoom or kind of do it myself? Same thing with trademarks. And I thought they had a really good answer that I agree with. And, and the, their answer was, you know, it really depends on your familiarity with all of the different concepts. 
and business law, which it's okay if you don't have a lot of familiarity with business law, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Um, you know, but but to the extent um, to the extent that you understand um, some of the concepts, it, it, it might be okay to use legal Zoom, which kind of seems the opposite of what you would think. But but for example, the the LLC formation, for example, um, the kinds of people that you see forming an LLC on legal Zoom are often people who don't realize that you have to also take those additional steps that I mentioned earlier, right. setting up the EIN, you know, because they're just they're brand new business owners. And so if you form your LLC on LegalZoom, but then you don't take any of the additional steps, then your business actually, uh, your, your LLC is not going to work. It's not going to protect your personal assets um, if your business does get sued. And then, you know, you, you went with LegalZoom because you thought you were saving some money. But in reality, you have an LLC that's actually not doing what it's supposed to do. Mm. Um, so the benefit of working with an attorney is that they're going to walk you through um, there some things that LegalZoom maybe, you know, maybe LegalZoom points it out, but it's in that giant book that you get that no one ever looks at, you know. So there are some benefits to to working with a lawyer, um, and yes, it does cost a little bit more, but you're probably going to get more because I, I have a lot of business owners who come into my office with LLC paperwork. And it's been formed properly and everything is legit, but then I'll say, okay, well, did you get the EIN? Do you have an operating agreement? Did you set up the bank account? Are you really doing things on a daily basis to maintain that corporate veil? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, more often than not, they'll say no. Mm -hmm. And so that money that they spent on LegalZoom is actually, they've gotten nothing for it. So, hmm. but, I, but I don't, LegalZoom has its place. It really does. Um, I think it's the same thing with trademarks, you know, setting up a trademark is more complicated um, than just filling out the initial application. And uh, it's, you know, you fill out the initial application and then you send that in. The problem is that 80% of the time, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office comes back with what's called an office action. Mm -hmm. And an office action, it just means they're asking for more information. And it just, you know, sometimes they're complicated, sometimes it's easy um, but it looks very official and it can be confusing. And this is where most business owners just kind of give up because they get the office action and they don't know what, what to do with it. Mm -hmm. So they lose both their registration fee, which was 250 and they end up losing the mark because they just don't know what to do with all of this extra information. So, you know, we work with our clients, we handle all the office actions. Um, so at the end of the day, you get the mark that you want in the classes that you want it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that this is a problem in a lot of industries as well. Uh, you can Google something and it looks like it's pretty easy online, but it's usually more complicated below it all. So, yeah. um, but that this is not, I don't mean to bash LegalZoom. I think it has a, it has a, it's very beneficial in a lot of ways. And it's just up to you as the business owner you know, what you feel more comfortable with, but there's a lot to be said for working one-to-one -one with an attorney and we charge flat fees for LLC formation and trademarks. So nice. It's going to be more than legal zoom, but at least, you know, you can, you can budget for it. Sorry. My cat's making a, <laughs> Oh no, that's okay. That's okay. Jumping around, but yeah, you could, you can budget for it. So 
Okay. Yes. Thank you so much for that. And I love that you have the flat fees too, because I think, you know, for business owners, you just think, oh, it's going to be something that's unattainable, but you know, you're providing it, you know, with a, a set rate and everything. So that's great. Thank you so much for breaking down LegalZoom for us. Now let's talk about your business a little bit. Uh, your company services businesses, of course, across the country. And what can you tell us about the services that you offer? Yeah, so we work with business owners across the country. Uh, we're, we're based in New York, but we can work with business owners um, across the country, and in fact, worldwide. If you know, we I just got a client the other day who lives in Cyprus, but they're they're opening a U.S. business, so I you know we can work with people in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with business owners on everything from you know not just LLC formations, but if you want to form a corporation or a partnership, just depending on what your business is, we can help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we do trademark registration, copy rights, all of these things we can do in all of the different, in in all 50 states. So, um, and then if you have um, help, if you need help reviewing contracts or getting a contract in place, that's something that we can help with as well. I think one of the things that you can, one of the best things you can do with your money initially is have an attorney either review your current contracts or draft brand new ones for you, Mm -hmm. specifically with an eye towards you know, how, how can we protect you as the business owner? Um, we'll put link, legal language in there that'll be, you know, tweaked to really protect you, the, the business owner. So that's a good investment of your money. Um, but what we do is we offer a complimentary 15-minute phone call, and you'll speak with either me or, or one of my associates, and we'll just learn more about your business and, and how we can help you. And if it's a good fit to work together, you know, that's great. And if not, that that's, that's fine too. Um, I think that one of the reasons a lot of business owners don't work with attorneys is they, they just don't know where to start. And it's a little bit intimidating as well. I, I also do estate planning here in New York, which is wills and trusts and things like that. And mm-hmm. I do a lot of webinars and a lot of events. And one of the things that I hear um, most often is that people are just, they're kind of overwhelmed. They don't know where to start. So uh, if you have just a starting point, an attorney that you trust to kind of get some answers from, then you can just start to make better decisions. And it's all about making the best decisions for your business and just having all the information that you need to make good decisions for your business. So that's why I try to not, you know, I, I try to not knock legal zoom because it has its place. And if, you know, just as long as you have all the information you need, then you can make a good choice. And, and that's my, my goal. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Um, And in just a second, guys, we're going to kind of get on to Laura's website a little bit and talk a little bit more about some of the services that she offers. But I always like to ask people this question, too. And for yours, it's going to be a little bit of a two part. But what made you want to be a lawyer and why are you working with small businesses? Yeah, so. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, as far as going to law school, I was a CPA for many years before I went to law school. So I was I was good with the numbers, but I also I also really enjoyed writing and reading. And I have a sister who's an attorney and she's actually a judge now. Um, So so I went into law school thinking I would either do family law or something like estate planning. And I, I started out doing estate planning, which is wills and trusts and things like that. And I opened my own law firm in November of 2016, kind of a (laughs) weird time to be opening. (laughs) That's just coincidentally, that's when it happened. And, and, um, and I started out from scratch. I had no clients, no, no savings, no nothing. Uh, You know, I, I built it from the ground up and I know how hard it is. So, so I feel like I have a special kinship to business owners because I had to go through the same things they're going through. 
when I first started, I didn't know what an LLC was. I mean, they don't really teach you this in law school. Mm. Right. So I didn't know about, I mean, I knew about contracts, but you know, I had, I had to learn as I went and I had to learn all the same things that business owners have to learn. Um, so I just, I feel a very, um, a strong kinship to other business owners because I know what it's like to start a business and to, you start making money and it's just very empowering. So it's my goal to help as many other business owners as I can, especially women. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Well, we appreciate it very much. Awesome. Uh, so right now we are on Laura's website. So if you want to get in touch, head over to lauraecowanlaw.com and just go ahead and browse through her website. And it's really nice because First of all, it's so nice. You know, your website is very inviting and you list all the things that you um, talk about. I kind of was really drawn to your young families page because that's kind of the stage in life that I'm in now. Um, and it talks about different things, you know, that you could do to plan ahead, um, you know, uh, children's inheritance, loss to divorces, lawsuits, creditors um, and things like that. So there, that's your other kind of area that you work with that uh, families might be interested interested in, in addition to um, everything we talked about as far as your businesses, um, helping businesses as well. So also, guys, um, Laura has a YouTube channel that you can visit as well, where she is giving out um, information there. Um, I really liked, you know, this one right here, talking about a living will, signing contracts with an LLC, where you're giving just some really short, quick, informative um, things to everyone. And then lastly, guys, we want to make sure we get in touch with Laura. So if you would like to take advantage of her 15-minute sessions that she's offering, you can go right on to her um, calendar and schedule a, a quick 15-minute meeting with her. So all of these links will be in the description of this episode. So definitely um, check it out and get in touch with Laura. Um, it just kind of makes sense, you know, right away. And then if you have further questions, uh, you can shoot me a DM and we can chat off offline as well. Um, but this is going to be kind of the place where if you just want easy to digest tidbits, um, we post every day. I love that. So again, her Instagram, guys, is, uh, of course, uh, Instagram, the Laura Cowan. OK, and I really enjoyed your Instagram page. You know, it drew me in right away. I love everything that you have to offer. You have your um, master classes here that you do. And then, of course, you have your entrepreneurship tips. I love this one. Set the hours on your business's Google profile to 24 seven and hire someone to pick up the phone. You know, that's like a great tip, especially for a business that's trying to really kind of push ahead, you know, quickly and everything. So definitely some great um, tips, guys. Now, I wanted to actually, I think I saw this one. You were interviewed by Kevin Harrington of uh, the show Shark Tank. Can you talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, yeah, that's up on my um, on my YouTube channel as well. Just an, uh, an interview that I had. I wasn't on the TV show or anything like that, but I I chatted with Kevin um, and you, you can check that out on my YouTube channel. It just, we talk about the importance of working with attorneys um, as you're getting your business started and, and up and running. Um, you know, he of all people knows just the importance of having a good team around you. And, and it's, it's, it's difficult when you're first starting because I know that most business owners don't have a big budget, but to the extent that you can start building that team because you won't have a big budget initially, but you're going to grow. That's that's what I tell people. You're going to expand your empire, so you should start building it like 
like that's the case. Um, so I just chatted with Kevin about some of the things that you want to think about when you're starting your business. It's a really fun interview, just kind of low key. I think it's about eight minutes, um, but he's a great guy. He's he's kind of an expert in all of this. So any tips you can get from Kevin are um, are worthwhile. Awesome. Awesome. We'll definitely have to check that out. Well, Laura, thank you so much uh, for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And again, people feel free to just book that 15 minute call and we'll, we'll just chat and get to know each other. And if we can help you, great. And if not, um, that's fine too. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much again. All right, ladies, I want to thank you so much for listening and Work It Lady. I hope uh, you've enjoyed this conversation with Laura. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.